Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker with a face for radio and a voice for print. First, because of the spicy uh, thumbnail that I'm using, which might cause some people to be upset with me, I'm going to say this just to be clear. There's a lot of men that are bad apples, too. And then I will follow up with, are there just as many bad men, bad apples as women, bad apples? Yeah, probably so. So let's just get that out there. But there's a reason why I wanted to bring this topic up because I'm going to, the very last video I recorded, the one I did last night or the night before, uh, was talking about an article from EV Magazine. And it was talking about, hey, women still like to be chased. And I said, hey, that's great, but we've been told we shouldn't chase. Chasing is bad. And then I referenced to a bunch of other things that, you know, the girl power advocates say, hey, we don't even like men, so we definitely don't want to be chased by them. And if when they chase us, they make us uncomfortable and we don't want that attention. Well, here I have the founder and editor-in-chief editor of, uh, editor of EV Magazine, Brittany Martinez. Now, I'll say this right off the get-go. There's a reason why I have her pulled up here on Twitter, and I'll talk about it here. Um, I want to put this off from the get-go. I like uh, Brittany Martinez. I like her magazine, Evie. And I like that they're not all in on the girl power, you know, feminism, yay girl. They are very critical of some of the actions women take and some of the choices they take. And so for that, I support them. Um, but there's times that they do articles that I disagree with. And that was what I did in my last video. Anyway, she on Twitter earlier today linked to one of my videos, the video that I did just from yesterday. Or, or the day before, and uh, she said, uh, hey, look, a YouTuber talked about our article, and then she removed it. And I think what happened is she realized that maybe I didn't say all the most necessarily the nicest things, um, and I wasn't trying to be, like, hard on her or uh, I'm looking for my, where's my camera thing here? Let me Let me change my lighting here a little bit. There we go. Sorry, I had to do a lighting change there. I looked a little sallow. Um, but, uh, Anyway, she linked to the video of what I had uh, posted, and then I think she changed her mind because I, I was actually disagreeing with her article. But she, instead of removing the link, or she removed the link to my video, but then she posted this right afterwards. And and I think, again, I'm not being hard on, on Brittany or Evie Magazine. I, I actually enjoy their articles and use them here. But she says, uh, so instead of the post she put up about my video, she, she changed it to this. Men will have bad experience with a woman, wife, or girlfriend and bash women for everything. Same with women who had a bad experience with a man, husband, or boyfriend. Just because you are around a bad person doesn't mean the entire sex is bad. There are still tons of great men and women. And I will say this, I agree with her wholeheartedly. But, but here's the thing. At what point are enough of them bad that you say, Maybe dating isn't the right way to go. Maybe marriage isn't the right way to go. Maybe relationships aren't the right way to go. You know, it's, it seems a lot of people, or at least guys, when you talk to guys and you say, hey, what's really important to you? Men would be would say, you know what? I want to have enough money. I want my hobbies. I want to do things that I find fun and enjoyable. And I want to have a, a good life. I'd also, a lot of guys will still say this, I'd also like somebody to share that with. But the problem is to share that with long-term, usually marriage gets into the equation, kids get into the equation, and when that happens, 
you're now getting the courts involved in your love life. You're now getting laws involved in your love life, which means you're going to be losing maybe some of your things or maybe you'll be losing some money. Now, it's also true that if the woman is the makes far superior money, uh, she may be paying alimony. I think Adele, I was the video I did on this, Adele had to pay alimony to her ex. But the problem with that, the reason why I don't use that as an example is because very rarely will women marry men that are less successful and make less money. And when they do, when the women start doing or becoming more successful than the men, they divorce them 90% of the time, which the divorce rate filed by women is 80%. So here's what we're going to talk about tonight and kind of get to my point is, are there enough bad apples to ruin the bunch? Bunch. In, in other words, are there enough bad dating experiences? Are there enough kind of people out there that are now, it's not the norm to have a happy marriage. It's not the norm to have a good long-term relationship. Now it's actually the norm to end up getting divorced. It's now the norm to have your spouse kind of cheat on you or be unhappy or leave you. And we can talk about why it happens both ways. But the reason why I focus on women doing it is because most of us men here watching this channel are either A, guys that have never gotten the opportunity to date, and so they don't know anything about it, or B, guys that were dating were the good person in the relationship and ended up getting the short end of the stick. So here's the, the article I want to talk about. So first, we know that it, women file divorce 80% of the time and between 60 and 80%, but the modern number now is about 80%. So 80% of the time, women are saying, that's it, I'm out. And a lot of times, this is a blind side to the guy. He didn't see it coming. But first marriages end in divorce 50% of the time. That's a coin flip on it ending. But what about the numbers? How happy are men in the marriages that don't get divorced? Well, here's an infidelity st statistic that will baffle you. And this is uh, just from a couple months ago. Fact, the number one cause of divorce is infidelity. But fidelity uh, doesn't just happen. Nobody cheats on their spouses from the get-go. Okay, uh, may maybe some do. But those people don't deserve to be married in the first place. Yeah, but they still do it. And yeah, somebody may be unlucky enough to still get married to them. To understand more about why people end up divorcing because of infidelity, we need to understand cheating itself. It says 55% of men and 50% of women surveyed by Trustify admit to cheating. That's an interesting number for several reasons. Women cheat almost as much as men. That figure is very close to divorce rates. That's one out of two people. So now we have divorce being 50% of marriages done. And then they're talking about 50 to 55% also end up cheating. But those 50 to 55% that cheat aren't the same percent that get divorced. And this is why I say there are plenty of men that are bad apples too, because here 55% of men are cheating as well. And more than the women still, but it's for both, it's above or at 50% or higher. This is the part that I found that was interesting here. And I'll leave the link down below if you want to look at the statistics. They say couples don't divorce right away. A lot of times there's infidelity long before the divorce happens. So you could be going to bed, sleeping next to the person you think you love and they love you, but they don't. Or maybe they do love you, but they're still out cheating on you anyway. And so when you think you're having a little one-on-one -on -one time with your wife or husband, but Again, I'm mostly primarily talking about women in this this particular video because, because again, most of us, 99% of us here are guys that have had this happen to us. Um, you think everything's good, but in the meantime, she's got a secret. 
But here's the part that was kind of the interesting um, part that I wanted to take away. They say st uh, statistics show that 50 to 60% of couples eventually overcome cheating. A lot of wives would ask, can a cheating man be faithful and vice versa? According to this, more than half of them do. So in other words, 50% of those people that cheated, only 50, or let me correct that, of 100% of the people that cheated in this survey, 50% were able to work it out and keep their marriage together, which means they don't fall into the divorce statistics, which means they're not part of the 50% of people that cheated or that divorced, at least on that given year. So let's add that together. Now, again, if they say 50% of men or 55% of men and 50% of women cheat, but half of them are able to, and my math is not exact here, but I'm using this as a just a kind of thought process here, and half of them are able to save that marriage, well, that means that 25% of them are not in the divorce statistics or, or of the uh, 50, 50, let me, let me try that again, of 100% of people that divorce, of 100% of people that cheat, 50% of them save their marriages. Well, that 50% goes in the still married category. They don't go into the divorced category. So then when you take 50% of people are divorced and then 50% of the people that were cheated on are still married, would you call that a good marriage? Would you call that a happy couple? No, but that falls into the still married category. Now, what about the, the, the category or the side of it where people are still married, but maybe they're not getting something fulfilled? The guy's not getting enough bedroom action. She thinks he's lazy. He's not participating. He's not doing this right or that right. That number's in that married percentage too. So when you add that percentage and the cheating percentage and the percentage of people that are divorced, you're talking like 75 to 85% of marriages are either don't work or are not happy or someone's cheating or something's gone wrong. So when I talk about, hey, you know, like the video I just did, and she says, hey, you know, not all, just because something bad happened to you doesn't mean all women or all men are bad. I agree 100% with, with Ms. Martinez. But what I don't agree with is that if you go into marriage or you go into a long-term relationship thinking the odds are on your side, you're going to have an awful surprise because it, once you start putting all these, and again, my math is very off the cuff. I'm not drilling this down to be super scientific, but I'm using it as an example to show you that the true long-term relationships today that last and do well and everybody's happy and everything's blissful and wonderful and, and forever love, you're probably talking about 10 15% of relationships or marriages. And that's if you find the person that you actually want to get married or stay in a long-term relationship with. What about the people that are still looking? They don't have much more success at it either. Um, and I've got lots of examples. I'll do it in other videos because I don't want to go long on this one. But there are so many examples of people saying, oh, you know what? This turned out bad. That turned out bad. And that is why in many of my videos that you saw from a few months ago, I try not to use an expression too much because I don't want to burn your brains out with it. It's at looking for a needle in a needle stack. Yes, those wonderful, great, awesome people are out there. You might be one of them. You might know some of them. However, finding somebody else that is like that to, and and that you will not only have a good relationship with, but a good engagement, a good marriage, and no divorce, and the kid. It's looking for a needle and a needle stack. 
And the reason why I say needle in a needle stack instead of needle in a haystack is looking for a needle in a haystack is difficult. Looking for a needle, a specific needle in a needle stack is not only extremely difficult, it is going to be extremely painful the whole time you're looking. And that is something that you need to remember. So in today's society, I think that there are enough bad apples, both on the guys and the gals side. You know, I'm not going to just put this on one gender. I will say, I think there are enough bad apples out there that maybe you need to be realistic enough to say, odds are against me. It may be in my better uh, long-term happiness to either stay single or keep things casual. And for those of, of you that I talked to before, I'll say a lot of times like, hey, women, you know, women make a lot of bad choices with a lot of bad guys. A lot of men make bad, bad decisions with a lot of bad women, which is why a lot of us are here. But what really happens that really takes men through the process and really uh, kind of runs them through the coals, so to speak, and kind of burns them up is the divorce courts, is the child custody cases, is where they cohabitated and now it's a bad breakup and they have to try to get their stuff out and start their lives over. I think the way moving forward is either A, you don't date, which is a lot of what our spatulers do, or if you do date, you keep things very casual, you keep them monogamous, Is would be how I would suggest you find happiness, is find somebody and keep it monogamous with them and stay monogamous with them while you're with them. No cheating, no lying, none of this, and then when things start not working out, you don't have to lie, you don't have to hide, you don't have to pretend, you can just come forward and say, you know what, this isn't working for me anymore, I'm out. And and while I, I think of that, let me bring up this article here, um, and because uh, I, I want to uh, touch this on the, uh, I'll put it on the end of this, uh, on the end of this video. I was going to do a video about this on its own, but I'll tack it on here um, as kind of a last thing. It's single woman reveals the devastating, con- oh, I have to turn off my blo- head blocker here. All right, let's try try this again here. Um, a single woman reveals the devastating comment a man made to her after they fooled around in the bedroom, and she was mortified by his cruel words. A, a single woman has revealed the most upsetting thing a man has ever said to her after they had fun in the bedroom. The Australian woman who shared her experience anonymously with Nine Honey had been single for over a year when she met a charming man in his mid-30s on Tinder, delighted to have finally found someone she clicked with after her long-term relationship fell apart. She said they enjoyed a really good first date, which ended with kissing but nothing more. Good. I finally thought that was a good thing. My ex had broken up with me, she said. Uh, Three weeks and a bouquet of Valentine's Day flowers sent to her office later, the woman felt it was time they slept together and invited her new beau over for dinner. I thought the bedroom fun was great. In fact, it made me realize that my ex was very selfish in bed, but this new guy was loving and attentive and I was so happy, she recalled. That was until she stepped out of the shower to hear him say, wow, we're just not really compatible in the bedroom, are we? The woman couldn't believe what she was hearing. From my point of view, we had just had fantastic fun. So what was missing? I asked him what he was talking about. Wasn't it good for him too, she wondered. He explained that he simply wasn't attract, uh, sexually attracted to her and felt they would be better off as good mates. Devastated, mortified, and fighting back tears, the woman told him it was a very cruel thing to say to someone he had just been intimate with. He agreed. 
and uh, it may have been insensitive, but he said he thought it would be best to tell her face-to-face rather than to say it over a text message after he left. Now, the thing is, there's lots of different ways you could pull this apart, and I won't get, again, too de- and deep in it because I don't want to make this super long video. Number one, was he a player and did he fool her? He might have. He might have been just doing ever- anything he could to get her in bed, and then once he did, he was out. However, usually if a guy will go through two, three weeks of dating and sending someone flowers... He's not just playing the game. Guys rarely do that much effort just to be with somebody. Or if he does, usually they will hang around for a little while and enjoy the fruits of their labor, so to speak. Uh, But maybe he was. But number two, maybe he was being genuine. And maybe he was saying, you know what? That just didn't work for me. Uh, Or maybe there was something about her he didn't like or reminded uh, reminded him of an ex. Or there just was probably something there that he didn't like. And what did he do? He did the right thing. Instead of leading her on, instead of lying and saying he'd call her and then ghost her, he said, you know what? This didn't work for me. And while he did it right afterwards, he at least did it right away. So she didn't lay in bed that night thinking she has found a new man and everything is wonderful and drag it on out. He ended it where he did and he was an adult about it and didn't say anything was wrong with her. He just said, hey, this wasn't compatible for me. And he didn't do it by text impersonal after he left. Did he do the right thing? Yeah, he did. But listen to the title of the article. Single woman reveals the devastating comment a man made to her after they were in the bedroom together, and she was mortified by his cruel words. You see, when when men and women used to have the same goals, they used to have the same end trajectory, which was, I want to find somebody, I want to get married, I want to fall in love, I want to have kids, I want to have a family, I want to be married, I want to grow old with this person. And no matter what comes, it's us as a team. That's over. Now women make their own money. Men make their own money. Men have their their hobbies. Women have their hobbies. Everybody wants uh, the quick, cheap, easy, fast uh, way to feel fun and excited. And and so relationships are come and go and everybody just uses everybody for whatever they want for right in the moment. And then they throw that away to go move on to something else. We're in the throwaway society. You know, everything is recyclable, everything you can buy, one use, use it, eat it, enjoy it, and then throw throw it away and move on to something else. And this has bled over into dating with the dating apps. So my whole point of this video is, and this story here is I wanted to say, you know something, Ms. Brittany Martinez, and I do like your articles, I, I, I'm, I'm not being harsh on you, uh, because um, again, I agree with you. But you know what, Miss Brittany Martinez, you are right. It's not fair to judge everybody off what some bad people have done. And you shouldn't judge every apple off the bad apples that are out there. However, there are so many bad apples out there and relationships are so bad right now that for most people, it is, and especially guys, it is not worth the risks that we should put forward with to, to be in a long-term relationship and to be married and to try to have kids, because the odds are against us to begin with when you take it all together, and then when you sprinkle on court and what courts do to men when the marriage and long-term relationship is over, it is darn near 100% lose for men. And that's why I always recommend for men to stay away from the long relationships. Guys, if you'd like to support my work, links are below as always. If you have, thank you very much. The best way you can support me is like, comment, share, subscribe, and I'll leave it there. This is Better Bachelor. I'm Joker. And remember, they're not all bad apples, 
but enough of them are bad apples that it's not worth closing your eyes, taking a bite, and seeing what you get, because most of the time you're going to end up with something pretty bad.